unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. So the mission's like, you're all the way up here, and then you come home, and it's just, boom! You're done. You're not a missionary anymore. Give us that name tag. Like, you, you can't preach the gospel like you did anymore. Now go live your life. I was going to say, hey, guys, but David says, hey, guys. That's my line. No, you saying, can't use it. I got it. this. Let's start. Welcome to Saints Unscripted. <laughs> Today, we have uh, our good friend Caitlin on the show, and we're going to talk about um, missions... Wait, wait, Justin, you've talked about missions all the time. What's different? Well, we're talking about post-mission anxiety. This was something that, like, I don't... We've kind of pinged at, and we've talked about anxiety, mental health. We have so many episodes in there. We'll leave the links below for the more interesting ones. But <laughs> we'll we have, the not the ones that I was in. Uh, more, more than the ones David's been in. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, no, yeah, so we're going to talk about... Um, Kind of this combination of mental health issues that sometimes come like after the mission. Maybe not like clinical diagnosed, maybe just like, ah, I'm a little more stressed. Or maybe stuff that is a little more serious. Um, our experiences, maybe you can relate, maybe not. But I guess to start, we've all served a mission, right? Mm-hmm. Indeed. We, I served in Tijuana, Mexico from 2013, 2015. That's like... I don't know if that dates me. Not really. I feel like it makes me feel young. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to say 20, years. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I want to say. <laughs> when, when did you serve? I, I served 2014 to 2016 in um, Chile, Osorno. It's the very oh, bottom. very cool. The very okay. southern, southern mission. Do you speak Spanish? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, We should do C-Pose. Spanish episodes. <laughs> I served in Chihuahua, Mexico. Wait, wait, when did you uh, serve, dude? Oh my gosh. I served in 2010 to 2012. I'm so old, He's so you guys. Old. 2010 to 2012? Yeah, I thought you were like. That's crazy. I was in yeah, I was... Well, that's not that big of a difference when you're missionary. I mean, missionaries yeah. are like. 20. Yeah. Now you all know. Anyway. I'm old. You miss okay. big secrets. I'm old, Gandalf. I know I don't look it. My nah, big secret. You look great. Thought my hairline might give it away, but there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think this is going to be an interesting conversation because, for instance, um, I, I wouldn't say that I particularly experienced sure. any um, post-mission anxiety. I feel like I was right. so anxious on my mission. <laughs> that coming that, home was such a relief. That, yeah, yeah, getting home, it was just like, I'm on top of the world. I, mean, I can do it, anything. Right? You can fly. Man, that's good. We can fly. You can fly. We can fly. Well, I, I, and for those of you who've never watched the show before, a mission is when you voluntarily serve the church, just preaching the gospel in wherever they call you for like one and a half to two years, mm-hmm. and and it's stressful. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard. Oh, it's so it's hard. It's worth it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you leave it, you're like, I'm glad I did that. Yeah. But. I almost think that's where the stress comes from after the mission is because it's such a cool spiritual experience. You're on the spiritual high, and then it's one of the most because like have you ever you know general conference watch general conference? It's super great. You feel like really spiritual, and the next Monday comes along, and you're just kind of like mm, like I missed that powerful. <laughs> I'm failing spirit. already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like everything the prophet taught us, I already messed up. So the mission's like you're all the way up here, and then you come home, and it's just boom, boom, shakalaka. 
you're done. You're not a missionary anymore. Give us that name tag. Like, you, you can't preach the gospel like you did anymore. Now go live your life. And you're like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, think, and I think that happens to... And missions are a big part of it. And also, at that age, I think mm. that a lot of people, you know, we're starting to go to college. We're becoming adults. We're having to face the world in right. a way that we didn't have to before. Yeah. And like a well, mission. And the dating, you know. Yeah, like, dating <laughs> and like jobs and like, what am I going to do with my life? And mission gives you this type of structure, which is nice. And it's really hard and everything. Um, but it's it also comes at that time of life when you're like, Oh, shoot. I don't know. I think a lot of people around that age kind of develop like really stressful. I don't know. They go through stressful things sure. or they have mental health challenges. or So um, it happens to be that a mission also happens just, at that, that time. And it's time. one of those really hard, life-changing things. Hmm. Really awesome well, life-changing it, like, things. It, it just all hits at once. Ow! Son of a nutcracker because mm -hmm. realistically any one of these things it's like okay like we can make it through it you know it gets better but yeah all those combined and that's just what you face when you graduate high school yeah you know because you when you're a teenager it's stressful because you're the hormonal whatever craziness but then when you're like in your 20s and now it's like you're expected to get married but then you're also expected to be an adult but you're really still a kid you yeah. know, and the mission like is cool because it gives you a chance to get to know yourself a little bit as an adult in a structured environment. Yeah. But then it doesn't translate 100%. Like, because there's a schedule on the mission. Like you were saying, it's structured. You've got like the wake up at a certain time, study the scriptures for a certain amount of time, go out, preach, go to these lessons that you've scheduled, and then come home, eat dinner. You know, every hour of your day is planned out. I don't know about you, but when I came home, I woke up at seven the first day and I felt really guilty. Naturally, because I had like this was a rule, that, like, and I just like ah, I messed up already. But I'm like, oh, but it's fine. But I, like, I'm not on a mission anymore. And then I didn't study my scriptures right away. I hung out with my family and ate breakfast, and then they watched a movie, and I was like, I probably shouldn't be watching a movie. And I'm like, no, I can't. You know, like that first few <laughs> like, weeks is just like this. The last two years is kind of deconstructing, and I think that alone, whether whether it's like diagnosed anxiety and depression, I don't know, but there is a certain amount of just anxiety involved yeah in coming definitely. home right like that transition any big transition in your life is gonna like whether it's marriage whether it's a new job whether it's like school any big thing is gonna introduce a certain amount of anxiety and and the nice thing is is that we have the resources to help us you know the church like the, the gospel in general that's what it's for is to help you feel peace help you feel loved mm -hmm. i think the problem one of the bigger problems we face is what happens when it's not just that normal anxiety we all face, but when it's a little bit more, Yeah, you know, that and, that, and, and that's something like, that's, that's where I think we see the problem um, with a lot of return missionaries facing where it's like, they've spent this whole mission learning how to handle stress and they come home like, oh, I can handle it. But then they're not like, it's a little bit more than just what we can or do on our own. You know, like this is when it starts to become clinical, like, anxiety disorder and depressive disorder and but we don't recognize it because we think we can just work through it on our own or that the gospel's enough and then I don't know about you guys I went like the first year coming home was just like 
this slow spiral mm. of like, like, I just never felt the same, like, because the mission was so like beautiful and wonderful. And I came home and I was just like, I missed those experiences. And I would like try to recreate them. Like, you know, you go to church, you try to like hang out with your family and you're like, this is beautiful, but it just didn't feel the same. And I thought it was just because the mission, I'm like, oh, it's just not the mission, you know? But it wasn't until I got the courage to talk to a therapist that they were like, oh no, like you should still be feeling that. Mm -hmm. Like something's going on here that we can address. Mm -hmm. um, but you just don't, you just don't know. Yeah, sometimes you, know? you, you can't really tell whether it's just you or whether this is normal or what you're feeling when you get home is, is supposed to be happening. You know, you don't always yeah. know because it's different for everybody. Right. Like when I served my mission, I feel like my mental health during my mission was actually pretty good. Like I, I did just fine sure. on my mission and I was like loving it and it was hard and, but it, I, I did okay. And then coming home, I adjusted pretty well. Like I was, I was pretty happy to come home. I was like, yeah, I did my mission. Yeah, like I'm ready to go yeah. back into real life. And so adjusting for me wasn't difficult to, to real life. It, it was okay. Um, and then it was with time that I just noticed that I started to kind of spiral a little bit, kind of what you were talking about. Right. Um, and some of it, I guess, is like a little bit of guilt because you're thinking, uh, like when I first got home, I don't know if you guys did, I was like, I'm gonna study my scriptures <laughs> for an hour every day. All right, hey, all right, good job, guys. I was like so determined and, and I didn't I still do that. Do. I, I, no. Yeah. So, I'm just right. I never stopped. <laughs> David didn't. I, 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 no, I just didn't Yeah. And it just, um, I didn't know what was happening because I hadn't experienced this type. Uh, and it started to affect everything in my life. I couldn't enjoy things that I used to enjoy. I, I was so worked up all the time about everything. Um, worked up and like, uh, like... Worked up like everything made me so anxious and worried. Like I couldn't even yeah. go on a hike without absolutely right. thinking I was going to get killed by a cougar. No! No! Go away! Or something. Like I just sure, was so, so on edge. Unreal, like, um, a little... Uh, to the yeah. point of being unrealistic. unrealistic. To the point right, of being about, pretty yeah. unrealistic. And I didn't know where this was coming from. And I didn't know, like, people in my family, there were there wasn't a lot of that in my family. And so right. I wasn't familiar with it. And um, I started to feel really bad because I knew who I was on the mission. Right. And I knew who I was before. And I was like, man, I, like, walked the streets of Chile and I got rained on. And yeah, I seriously. talked to people. If you're not afraid of getting killed there, then, like. Yeah. <laughs> and so I one time I said to my mom on the phone, I was like, I don't even think I'm that person anymore who I was on my mission. Like, mm. I don't know what's going on. Um, and it was finally when I decided to recognize, like, talk to somebody about it and find a professional or, or whatever the help I needed that was when it got a lot better. Like yeah. it, sometimes you just have to take that step to accept like, okay, something is going on and I need to get help for it. Mm -hmm. Because it's just like that first step, just recognizing it is what helped so much. Cause like, oh, right. now I kind of understand why I'm feeling this way. Yeah. This is really interesting because everybody's experiences are different. Uh, I, I have a hard time um, relating a little bit because I feel like I came home from my mission and I was just like, take my sword and go charge the world <laughs> and, you know, have a great time. And
uh, and there are definitely, you know, the stresses of life and everything and, right. and natural anxiety that comes along with that. But in your different experiences, what was it uh, or how did you come to realize and maybe um, admit to yourself that you needed help, You that, that this right. wasn't just like the normal level of anxiety that life gives you, but it was something a little deeper than that and, and you needed some some backup. Right. Maybe. Yeah, no, yeah. I think like one thing that I realized coming off my mission is I, all my friends were still on missions. So I was kind of like alone, right? I didn't have any, and I was like in a new ward kind of situation, just wasn't really making friends, having a hard time. I felt just, just kind of really shy because I'm naturally really shy. Um, And then I just remember I, I would go home and I would like watch movies, TV shows until like five or six in the morning. Like, I just didn't want to go to sleep. It would be like, and then and then I'd be so exhausted that I would finally fall asleep. And I would sleep, like, four or five hours during the day, wake up, do school, work, whatever. Nighttime would come, and I'd be like, I just don't want to go to sleep. Like, I, and I didn't know why, really, but it was just, like, this kind of weird thing. And I just kind of was doing it. And I was like, everybody, nobody wants to sleep. Everyone wants to stay up late. Nobody wants, you know, and I was just telling myself, this is what everybody does. Because to an extent, that is true. We Especially do. college age. Yeah, exactly. Like, I know, like, so I didn't feel like I was doing anything too crazy, right? But then um, th- that obviously messes with your body when you don't keep a healthy schedule. And then it wasn't until, it was really special, honestly. I'm always going to tear up when I talk about it. But when, um, dang, I just don't want to cry. <laughs> like, I want to be able to say it. When, when Kwaku invited me to be on the show, and I was like, yeah, like, what is it? Because I didn't really watch anything. And he's like, oh, yeah, we just shared the gospel on this YouTube channel. And I was like, that sounds really cool. Um, just, like, to any chance to bear my testimony, because that brought me so much joy on my mission. And I was like, maybe that would help me feel a little more excited just to live, you know? Because I wasn't living, you know? I was just sleeping and watching shows, which you can live doing that, but it just didn't feel right. And and so when I when I got invited like to help stay on the show, it was really special and that definitely like got me something to look forward to, something I was excited about. And um, one episode we did, we talked about mental health and anxiety, and we had a guest on, um, Sabrina. We had that episode with her, and she was talking about in high school. She just she was diagnosed with it in high school, got medication, and, and it just changed her life. And I was just sitting there, and I was like trying to hold back my tears, and I was like, I think I need help, you know. Um, and like, and I just, it just kind of made sense, you know, like hearing her experience. So I talked to my mom about it and she's like, she's like, well, I like took medication. She's like, your dad's on medication right now. I'm like, I didn't know that. You know, like you guys are perfect. What? Like (laughs) you you struggled. And she's like, yeah, like it kind of runs in our family. And I was like, oh, it's like, that's made something, you know, if it runs in the family, it's, it's, it's genetic, you know, it can be. And so that was like the turning point to like go to a therapist, get on medication, like try different medications. That's a whole other thing, you know, but like, and it's, it's years, you know, just to, to get back to a point where things normal and healthy. Um, but I think that was like it, it, hearing somebody else's story. No, not everybody feels like this is very unique. You're not alone though. You know, it's like, this is like this caveat, like, no, not everybody, but there are people and they got help and it got better so you can get help when it gets better. I feel yeah. like yeah. sometimes when you do make that step and you go and get help, you then look back and if I'm wrong, correct me. Sure. And you look back and you're like, why did I make that so difficult? On yes, <laughs> oh, for totally. sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, this isn't that big of a 
deal. Uh-huh. Like, uh, yeah, this, yeah. Yeah. When you're like, oh, medicine, I don't know if I want to take medicine. And then like after a week on the just like supplementing the whatever the chemical is that I was missing, just like uh-huh. once the medication was getting in, I was like, I woke up on time and I was like, I'm going to go to the gym today. I hadn't been to the gym in a year, you know, and I was like, oh, you know, and I went through the whole day and I was like, what a good day. And then I was like, like, I had a good, and then I burst into tears, you know, like, <laughs> like, I'm happy again, you know, so it definitely is like, yeah, yeah. That, that's really cool that you like took that step when you, when you saw that someone else was going through that, that right. helped you. I had seen that as well. Um, and unfortunately I took a long time to do something about it. Sure. Um, it had been, I think I was dealing with it for about three years before I finally decided like, okay. And I think part of the thing was I felt like, you know, like imposter syndrome where you kind of feel like you don't qualify for something. Mm. I felt like uh, my struggles. Can you actually like explain that? I was like, where do you fall in love with I've, your I've never, Yeah, I've never heard of that. <laughs> um, it's like yeah. it's like um, when you get a job, for example, and you are, are at your job, and you feel like everybody totally knows what they're doing, and mm. you kind of don't. Mm. You're like, I'm just faking right. it. I don't know if I'm supposed right. to be here. Like, I don't know if really, I'm skilled Everyone's enough. faking it. Yeah, everyone's but faking it. You but feel like. Yeah, I was <laughs> feeling like what I was going through wasn't as bad as what other people mm. were going through, and I was like, Is this even worth getting help? Like, am I doing that bad, right. or am I just stressed? Um, right. Because some people express it in like a very dramatic. Like, yeah. Like a lot of people exhibit like intense physical signs of it. And I right. didn't have a whole lot of that. It's so different for everybody. Right. But um, and I would I was at BYU at the time and I would walk past like the therapy office and I would like slow down and then I'd be like, no, no, no. I'm not and I, I did That's that so, so many times. <laughs> um, and then I finally said like to my husband. Like, I really need to talk to somebody and, and I think I need to get some help because I realized that I was struggling to live my life how I felt like I wanted to. I struggled to recognize and feel the spirit's influence in my life. It, it affected me in so many ways. And so once I made that decision, I you know went to a professional and he was like, yeah, this is something you have. And I felt instantly just like this piece because I was like, oh, there's not something uh, like I literally thought there was something wrong with me. Well, you think like it's, you think you think it's your your will, your psyche. Yeah, because like, like, I'm are a like, bad person. Yeah, I don't want to do the stuff I know I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And people are like, you know, they tell you, just don't worry. Just don't worry so much. I'm like, I'm trying. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I can't. Not. And um, and once I did that, it has just been so much better. We found like the right thing that worked for me, the right, you know, medication, the right talking to, talking to therapists and whatnot. And it has just been so much better. And I wish that I had done it sooner, but you know, looking back, I'm glad that I went into the things that I did and I'm grateful for that structure and, and just the testimony and the strength that I learned from my mission that, um, kind of helped me through that as well. So one thing that I think that happens and I, and I've definitely am a culprit of this is is when you um when when you have a hard time and it's after your mission i think you can bless you thank you (laughs) sorry (laughs) no you're good um but i think you you make this association where you're like oh like the mission did this to me like i i've definitely been um 
guilty of thinking that where it's like like oh it's like it was so hard and and then they send me home and then I just get wrecked like emotionally and like ah oh, this mission like re- like really messed me up and then when I've gotten through it now that I'm like feeling a lot better a lot healthier I look back at it and I'm like oh no it was like you grow up with your parents all, all that structure they're there to help you on the mission you have a mission president all these leaders who are always there helping you and then and this is at least my experience right and then then you go to college and you're kind of like all alone and you still have these resources but it's significant you don't have a companion there 24 7 you know like so the your life changes so drastically especially if you're predisposed to anxiety or depression yes. then that's when it's going to strike right so it's almost just like it's not caused by the mission but uh at least in your case but right. but the contrast between the the structured life of the mission versus the um, open-endedness sure. of life after the mission, which mm-hmm. that contrast right. throws and, you and a loop. And like, I think anybody in that city, like, let's take the mission out and call it like an internship, you know, or visiting family for some amount of time, you know, like it could be anything when there's those drastic changes that happen in your life and maybe you aren't quite equipped to handle them yet, right? Or, or just life, like... You're never going to be prepared for everything, okay. you know. So I think I think sometimes we make that association like, oh, the mission caused this. But I like, I don't think that's the case. And I think I just don't want anybody out there watching to think, oh, I shouldn't go on a mission because then I'm going to come home and get depression and anxiety. Like, yeah, no, no, definitely go if you feel like that's what's, that's what's right for you. Just you can do. Then this is something they've started to do is they've created mental health programs for while you're in the mission to help you prepare for coming home because mm, they've seen awesome. they've seen this issue appearing more and more and so I know like my last couple weeks they just started this program it's a little too late for me but they were <laughs> like hey like here's this pamphlet we're going to do meetings every week up until you leave to help you be ready like prepared so it's just a big change I don't know if that's yeah no I I love the points you bring up um and and missions are just so life-changing in every way that whether you come home and you're like feeling the struggle when you get home or you know some people even feel it on the mission and I I know people who have been sent home or gone home because they've struggled with that on the mission too and like that is okay just remember that you are not any weaker because that has happened um whether it happens before your mission during your mission after your mission everyone um it's different for everybody and you never know like when that kind of challenge might confront you because I had I never thought you know you kind of think like that's not gonna happen to me but it, it does right. and um, so yeah I really like yeah. what you said just yeah we don't want to we don't want to scare anybody <laughs> about missions because they're the best they're seriously an incredible blessing right, really. if anything we want you to go out there more prepared yeah, please yeah like, <laughs> just yeah. to be more excited because and there will be, again, everybody's experience is different. And there will be people out there who might relate to your experience. Right. Your experience or, or my experience. Your experience. My experience is super different than, than yours. Um, but if you are one of those people that's listening to, to Justin and Kate, Caitlin and either you're a return missionary or whatever, you know, stage of life you're in and, and what they're saying is resonating with you and you're like, you know what, I relate to that and... Um, I think I think maybe I should talk to somebody. Go talk to somebody. 
go talk to a friend Seriously. or a family yeah. member. You don't have to. Yeah, like, anybody. Like, well, I'm gonna call a therapist right now. Yeah, oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. Like, just <laughs> start <laughs> yeah. with someone you know, someone you love, yeah. someone your you dog, trust. Your dog, your cat, even. <laughs> like, just yeah. say it out loud. Yeah. If you don't have anybody, message these guys right here. Can I say that? Can I? Can they message you? Sure. I have a private account, so I feel bad. So oh. message me there. What is it? But yeah, yeah just try to message Justin try. and try. Yeah, I dare no you. response. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for watching, everybody. <laughs> we invite you to like, subscribe, comment if you'd like. Um, we would love that. We love to hear your input and and maybe even some of your experiences. Yeah. So we love you guys a lot. Love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded so insincere. <laughs> we do! Ah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.